Hello, an awesome day to all. I am back here on another exciting day to have a bit of a share on one of my favorite topics of all time, and that is confidence. We have had our fair share of moments or days when we experience a lack of confidence. We have different ways of expressing it. For example, when we say too often, I cannot do it. When we stutter or lose words and composure in a presentation or even in a casual talk. When we contract our bodies, like standing on just one leg or worse, turning into a small ball. In many other ways, everyone's had a scary or threatening and even anxious moment when a boost of self-confidence could have helped. But there was just no resource to access at that time and the emotional state was dirty and strong. Now the trick is being able to quickly step into another emotional state, as we say in NLP, to identify that the state we are currently in may potentially harm the result of the situation and hence we need a different state to access to be able to express our knowledge or our preparations or thoughts in a way that shows our true potentials. So here are a few of my favorite practical and simple confidence boosters or fear-busting techniques that can help us through this shaky moment. First, stop hallucinating and start visualizing. Now we have this antenna that enables us to anticipate. Anticipatory problem solving is helpful because it allows us to look at things in the future that can go wrong so we can prepare for the worst. However, sometimes when we keep anticipating the worst, the imagery becomes real. And to the unconscious mind, imagined and real are one and the same. Think about this. Have you ever anticipated or hallucinated a fight you might have with someone in your head? So much so real that when you wake up in the morning and you see that person, you already have harbored a major dislike or resentment towards a person for some event that hasn't yet happened. We may find it funny now, but this can be really happening to you and me. The fight was so real in our heads. Because as imaginative and fantastic as human beings can be, we can actually hear, feel, and see things and project it to our own realities. Here's when we become a bit sneaky and utilize the same power only to our advantage. If the brain is capable of hallucinating an event, why don't we will this power to create a future event that we then desire to happen? No power goes to waste. And as the Peter Parker principle says so wisely, with great power comes great responsibility. It is our responsibility to protect our future by putting life to what is desired to the present state. Now, at this current moment, I'm imagining that you are enjoying this podcast and that you are getting some major benefits that applies to your own life. Now, this thought gives me energy and it powers my senses so I can be more open to you and more confident. And this translates to behaviors like I share more, my voice is fuller, and I am truly enjoying this conversation that I am imagining is already happening. The future and the present timelines collapse and everything is happening in the present tense. It is amazing how a little bit of NLP can shift states and can really change outcomes from frightening to fantastic, isn't it? So next time you find yourself in a state of doubt, feed your body with a little bit of imagination. 
because the unconscious mind doesn't recognize what is real or imagined. You are actually tricking your mind to obey what is being thought as true. That becomes a moment of power. Hang on for a little more while to that state and see what you are seeing in color and panoramic view like a real big movie. Hear the sounds of happy success happening, the applause or the praise, and finally feel it. Feel the moment of joy you are celebrating with your crowd and even much better, the standing ovation that is happening inside your body. Right now, right here. That is called confidence, my friends. We can easily switch emotional state. That is right. This technique is so simple and easy yet so underused. So begin this today. Set up your mind to achieve a compelling outcome. You become what you think about. Number two, and related to number one, find or install a powerful anchor. Now the anchor can be a memory, a thing, or an action. Let me first go back to negative anchors. We call these triggers. In our culture, trigger, which really is a neutral action verb, has a negative connotation. Something or someone triggers my anger. We like to say that. Anchors are the triggers and buttons that get pushed, that can ruin our day instantly by putting us in a negative emotional state. But today, I will talk about positive triggers or anchors as we call in NLP. Anchors, when we become intentional and associate them with positive states, can be so powerful. And I will reveal right now how it can be your most powerful tool. Here's the secret to it. Anchors can help us change our state instead of allowing our negative state to change us. Now, remember the Russian scientist Ivan Pavlov in the late 1800s and early 1900s? That was quite a long time ago. So this tool is really like forever already. Pavlov did some research with dogs where he was able to get them to associate eating with the sound of the ringing bell. Bell sounds. The bell sounds. The dog thinks of food and the behavior becomes that of salivating. After ringing the bell just before feeding the dogs a number of times, the dog started to salivate just at the sound of the bell alone. Pavlov's experiment was called classical conditioning or pattern matching. So like Pavlov's dog, we can associate too. But unlike his dogs, we are able to choose our own anchors. Why not make it visual, something we can see, or auditory, something we can hear, or kinesthetic, something we can feel. Choose what's best for you. Visual is the easiest as we are always seeing things. Imagine seeing a person you don't like. That can be quite easy. You know what? Don't just imagine. See that person right now and notice how you feel when you see this person you don't really like. Your emotional brain is tagging your experiences with a strong dislike at the moment before storing them away in your long-term memory. That's how Anchor works. So now, I'd like for you to see a person you associate with a positive emotion. For example, a role model or a strong support. Associate confidence with this person and see yourself with or in this person every time you needed a boost of motivation. Make the visual stronger or even up the audio a bit what is this person saying or telling you? Make that your inner sound effect. And remember, feel the feelings too. Keep doing this until all you're seeing is this person when you are accessing the state. You will begin to associate until 
your long-term memory is ready to chuck that into your system and you keep doing so. And when you keep doing so, I mean, like recovering this memory and feelings every time you need to be confident, before you know it, the anchor becomes accessed automatically without even thinking about it. Do the same for an auditory or kinesthetic anchor you wish to tag a positive emotion to. Again, we trick the mind a bit because we are capable of this thing called association. Setting anchors is something we do naturally every day of our lives, even though we may not have been aware of it. The advertisers are doing this so often, associating a smell with a delicious food, a jingle with a trigger emotion that leads to buying, and so on. Today, you are going to access your inner advertiser and tell your body that when you want to see or hear or feel something, you can experience it by calling on an anchor, just like the effect on us of commercial slogans, of jingles, or repeated moves. That's powerful, huh? So your assignment after this podcast is to install an anchor in your body. Find something that tags to a positive experience and keep enlarging your senses so you can see it and keep seeing it and keep hearing it and keep feeling it until it becomes remote control and it just obeys when you command for it to appear as and when needed. Don't be tired of repeating because intensity and repetition are the mechanisms that install powerful NLP anchors. So keep, keep, keep repeating and keep, keep, keep enlarging and making it even more intense. It won't work if you do it only once or twice. Finally, let me talk about some sound we are always hearing even when we shut our ears. We can't really unhear them because they're speaking inside of us. There is an inner boardroom in our brain, and it is made up of loud people, a president, vice president, and a board of directors all saying the same thing. And that is your inner self-talk. So loud that it drives your programs unconsciously. It can build into two things, chaos or inspiration. So choose well, your self-talks, and I like to playfully tell my team, appoint better boardroom directors since you are vested 100% appointing powers anyway. Sometimes we hear chatters like, I will fail. This is going to go down badly. I cannot make it. I cannot make it. I cannot make it. It has its own remote control and somehow it gets louder and louder and more chaotic as we get closer to the big show. Whatever that show is, be it a presentation, a social interaction, a test to take, a difficult conversation to have, and so on. The negative emotion is so, so, so deep that it instigates more negative feelings like fear, self-doubt, anger, annoyance. It inscribes and makes true our limiting beliefs that we have been trying so hard to quiet and reduces our plans. And far more powerful than the external strategies we took pains to shape, this unrecognized and unacknowledged self-talk strategizes to meet dangerous end results. So just like the jogs we take every morning or the miles we walk to get healthier bodies, we also do the same to our self-talks to reduce it and replace it with a friendlier, boardroom of supportive presidents and vice presidents and board members residing in our own brains. We keep repeating the process of changing our self-talks into something that can claim victory for us. Like, I can do this. I am born for this. This is easy. 
I'm at flow state. I am supported. I have prepared for this and victory is mine and so on and so forth. So let's try first to reduce the negative chatter. You can try this. Listen to the chatter and find out from where you are hearing it. Is it the right ear or the left ear? And transfer that sound to a shape, be it a square, a circle, a triangle, or any shape you want. Now, I'd like for you to slowly take this shape, taking with it the content of your inner chatter to your shoulders. Let it travel to your shoulder. Let the shape travel down to your upper body and then to your hips and slowly to your legs and feet. Has it turned softer, like a whisper? Is it whimpering now, struggling to stay with you, but only now the grip is weaker? If yes, that means you are in a more dissociated state and you are no longer the sounds that you hear. Slowly, say goodbye to the shape and drop the shape to the floor. Before you walk away from it, say your goodbye because the sound could have protected you somehow in the past, but you no longer need it now. Slowly, walk away from the shape on the floor. The self-talk is now reduced into a shape away from you. You can revisit it, get it, sometimes to help you prepare for something difficult, but it is just an advisor, no longer your own boardroom. Try this exercise as many times as you can, perhaps every day for one week, and notice how it gets easier and quicker to remove the negative voice each time you try it, until it's no longer there, it's gone. And next time you access it, it's sounding like Donald Duck already. And you begin to associate these warning voices as something helpful in a way that can be funny too. Now your ears are empty and it is ready to hear another voice, another sound. Say it this time. I got this. I am born for this. This is easy. I am at flow state. I am supported. I have prepared for this and victory is mine now. So there you have it. Confidence is a state. It is a powerful state. It is a feeling of truth and full faith and belief that you can trust someone or yourself to make it. And the great news is that it is a readily accessible state when you know how to communicate with your brain and your body. So keep being aware and awake. I hope you're able to pick up one or two chances of awakenings today and remember. Change doesn't happen when you are asleep. For change to happen, the sleeper must awaken. I'll see you in the next episode of The Awakener. And in the meantime, don't miss the chance to be better every day by staying confident and staying awake. I'll see you again. Bye.